Look, we're still, we're all young. We're all young. No, we're no, hey, young. that's definitely not the, that's definitely not true. Everyone always thinks I'm, I'm about 30, 32, 33. It may just be the, it may just be the beard. It's, it's definitely the beard. When I cut my beard I off, wish. people think I'm my age, but with the beard, I, everyone thinks I'm way older. We call, we call it wisdom, man. We call it wisdom. <laughs> hey, but hey, well, we tell them the fact that there's no grays in his hair yet, so we're all good. Yeah, no gray. No yeah, we're all good. No gray. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks, and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Follow all of us on all social media platforms at JP underscore Mirabueno at Summit Commish at Summit SOM Pod and at Apollo NBA and at Apollo HOU. GM, how you doing today? Good, sir. We're here filming on a Wednesday night. How's it going? Oh, man, it's going good. Uh, drinking some water. Got to hydrate. It's been hot out there, man. Houston is unforgiving right now. The heat is real. And I'm telling you guys, wear your sunscreen, drink your water, stay hydrated, please. Because it, it is crazy out there. I'm going to tell you that right now. The heat index is going crazy <laughs> right now in the city of Houston, but I'm really happy right now. Well, I'm ha- I don't know how I feel. I'm, I'm happy. I'm a little, a little, maybe a little jealous as well because we have we're about to bring on a very special guest that he's. I think he's on the north. Well, you know, first time meeting him in person, but he's like on the north northeast side. So I'm trying uh, north like, side, north side. Okay, okay. he's on the <laughs> yeah, north this, side, obviously. Time difference right now, but we are uh, so Mm -hmm. happy and so honored uh, to bring on a current guard for the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, the man himself, Mr. Aaron Gordon in the house. Aaron, how's it going, man? Uh, It's going pretty good. It's actually a different situation than y'all. It's rainy right now, and it's about like 60 degrees, like 62 degrees. So I'm in a totally (laughs) different scenario than than y'all are right now in Houston. You you are living what we call (laughs) paradise currently, man. I think every day we all pray for that. You're just getting you're getting to live it every day, man. Yeah, rainy 62. (laughs) let me throw a weather question right at you would you rather be in the the 100 degree index heat with no rain or rain in 60s what would you prefer i think at this time of year rain in 60s but i think for you know year round i'd rather be in the heat oh man i respect it man i respect it yeah i mean you're because you guys are from indiana so i mean you know you're probably experienced and well experienced with the cold the snow and Mm -hmm. i guess the heat isn't as yeah. apparent there so i'm sure you're like oh man can we can totally use this right now <laughs> yeah i mean i think like with indiana like you're really feeling four seasons so like when it's you know june july it's, it really does get hot but you know oh, by okay. time now it starts to dwindle down like you know now september it's like by mid-september i mean it's mid- middle of fall almost and then you know the, the winter is like from november december mm-hmm. january february march and then it starts getting a lot better around april man all right okay i've been in houston all my life i think aaron's trying to get me to move to indiana now man because that's i don't know that that's like that's more my territory i'm more of a cold i'm more of a cold and rainy type of guy i feel like i feel like the north is probably where i should probably go yeah for sure Aaron, Aaron. Well, dude, it's it's uh, interesting that you say that. You know, obviously being from Indiana, you know, let's let's take it back. Obviously, uh, from the beginning, uh, Aaron, like you know, like just getting you're talking about your basketball career. Obviously, uh, are you the youngest? If I do, if I do I'm recall? the youngest. Yeah, you are the youngest. Shout out yep, to the youngest, the youngest, by the way. Yep. I'm the youngest as well in my family. So shout out to the youngest. <laughs> cool, cool. Let Let's take it back to the beginning right now. So 
like let's talk about your roots man where did basketball come from i want to put your story on our platform i want rockets fans from around the world uh to get to know who you are obviously and uh not just what you bring to the Mm -hmm. table from a basketball perspective but also what you bring from a life perspective so what is like what was it that got that garnered ultimately your love for basketball obviously who's your who's your hoops was a a part of it but you know what was the start well, it's not going to be shocking, but Eric Gordon. Um, and I'm not talking about <laughs> Eric Gordon Jr., the one that, you know, all the fans are used to. I'm talking about Eric mm-hmm. Gordon Sr. Um, you know, he mm-hmm. pretty much gave, you know, me and all my brothers kind of just the love for basketball because, you know, he he's like, like a very well-known basketball figure here in Indiana. And, you know, like when you go out to a store or something like a lot of times, like people know, you know, who I am. They know who my brothers are, but, you know, they always say like, how's, how's big EG doing? How's big Eric doing? Uh, Cause you know, like before, you know, we were created, you know, he was kind of like the guy, um, you know, that was around here and, um, you know, kind of having that and seeing that, you know, always wanted to make me and my brothers, you know, kind of feel that way and, and, you know, fall in love with the game too, as well. Oh man, you love to hear that. Is I didn't even know that your father was like that much of a monumental figure in Indiana. As I've heard all the stories yeah. about your brother, as you know, Mister Indiana basketball um, when he played. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you guys got that all from your dad is pretty awesome. Because um, Kenny and I are brothers. Um, we have an older brother as well, but Kenny and I are the ones that are into sports. So my question is like, how many brothers do you guys have? And I'm sure it was highly competitive at home. If it's all boys, yeah, how was that? How was that life? How was the it, hooping it, life? In our household, it was a uh, it was quite competitive in all <laughs> aspects. <laughs> yeah, so it was um, you know me, Eric, and Evan. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's Eric was the oldest, Evan's the middle, and I'm the youngest. Uh, they're actually a lot older than me. Um, people are kind of shocked because I look closer to their age than uh than whatnot. Because you know Eric is nine years older than Evan's seven, so. They're actually quite a bit older. And and I think the 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 best part about, you know, that was me actually being able to kind of see those two go to all their AAU games and, and just kind of grow up around, you know, the lifestyle of just basketball. It's funny, like a lot of people ask me about like what was it like playing AAU and you know, who are your favorite teammates? I'm like, I've probably been I probably watched more AAU games than probably any other human being on the planet. Like it's <laughs> it, it's like I, I watched so many different AAU games, travel so many different places. And you know, I kind of just got used to doing that. And then, you know, when it was my time to come, I kind of knew what to expect. So it was a really cool feeling. Dude, I, it's interesting that you say that because like kind of growing into that and like playing competitively, obviously through AAU and just kind of being like, a, like yeah. a, I call it like a basketball <laughs> brat. You know, those people that just you just yeah. love to watch the game constantly you know i always say it uh one of my favorite things to do like do i during during the the year round of uh, basketball is obviously uh the the vegas games the summer league because you just pack mm-hmm. into a gym and it's all day just games yeah. right mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like i just love the fact that you know that you as well are also a basketball brat in terms of like watching like content and all that stuff in terms of basketball so like you know fast forward you know when you go into your high school, you know, high school games and you kind of start coming up in the ranks in terms of uh, in terms of basketball, like kind of like where did you fit into that mold? Were you like a point guard or like like when you were in high school? What was your position? No, I was a scorer. I was definitely more of a two guard uh, growing up. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, really wanted to be like both my brothers because both my brothers can really score. Um, they can score at the best of them. So I always kind of pattern my game after scoring it. And once I got to college, that's when I kind of realized, like, you know, with my IQ, uh, my defensive ability, you know, I could definitely, you know, help teams in different ways other than just scoring so much because, you know, once you get to that next level, 
you know, when you're in high school, you know, people depend on you to score. And then the further up you you lead, you know, you don't really a team won't necessarily depend on you to score. Um, and, you know, very few players in the NBA are scores. I mean, obviously, like the, the James Harden, the Kevin Rance, but, you know, that's that's such a small number that you mm-hmm. have to be able to help teams out um, in, in other aspects other than, you know, scoring big numbers. Yeah, no, it's interesting that you say that, too, because, I mean, obviously, in terms of scoring and, you know, like you said, you patterned your game after your two older brothers, obviously, uh, Eric Gordon being, uh, you know, just a, a legendary Houston Rocket. Uh, all the fans all, all around Houston obviously know him. But what what lessons, you know, since I didn't know he was nine years old, I thought y'all were close. But then I did think about no, it. I was like, I'm like, dude, yeah, you're 25. Yeah, I was louder. like, that's right. You're 25. Like. Yeah, yeah, he is a lot older. My homie's like 34, man. Eric Gordon is aging. My my man right now. <laughs> One time, aging with the best of them. But like, you know, just yeah. like what what lessons, since, you, you know, I know he's a little bit older than you, but what lessons did he teach you that you were able to kind of like take in stride and, and ultimately get to where you are right now? Yeah, I would say, I mean, he's, he's helped me out even even now, um, you know, just, just understanding, uh, uh, you know, different situations, how you can help your team, um, how you can take care of your body. I think that's one thing, like, as I'm now starting to get to that age to where, like, you know, I'll wake up and, you know, there's some days I, I may feel a little sore, like, it's kind of weird, you know, most of my, you know, most of my life, um, you know, I kind of was, I was one of those guys who every single day I woke up and felt great, so, um, you know, I've definitely been asking him about, you know, that stuff and, you know, how do you recover better how do you you know what are some things that you do for this or that and you know he's been extremely helpful i love to hear that man you know as a as an older brother of this guy over here i try my best to make sure to you know part wisdom on him you know what i mean but with all that being said um you know you you just we just passed through summer league and you got to play with the Mm -hmm. phoenix suns um, how was that experience over in Vegas? Because the year prior, you were with um, the Houston Rockets. With those two years yeah. in Summer League under your belt, um, what is a few things that you learned from those two times that you were there? And do you have any like um, favorite memories or anything that occurred that, you, that you'd love to talk about? Yeah, so I mean, I think the... Both the situations were both, you know, definitely very, you know, odd situations, definitely very weird. Um, I'll start with the the rocket situation. Um, so I initially um, had planned on playing overseas. I had planned on playing in France and, um, you know, this is the end of my senior year. And, you know, I was just kind of just like, OK, I'm, you know, thinking about getting ready to head over to France in a month or two to finish out a, a season over there. And um, my brother brother I was just happened to be out there in Houston and he was working out at the Rockets facility and then I was just working out with you know some of the guys and you know I did pretty well in a couple of workouts and they're like hey would you want to be on the the summer league team and I'm like well yeah I mean I did plan on going to France but I'd rather you know play an NBA summer league than 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 go overseas right now so Mm -hmm. um that was you know that sort of situation obviously um, it was very tough because you know you had literally you know three lottery picks um that were playing and then you had a lot of you know, returning players that were, were going to play in summer league. So, you know, my opportunity was limited there. And then uh, it's a weird, really weird situation with the sun. So I did not plan on going to summer league at all this year. I planned on going down there for the business meetings and I didn't, you know, do any sort of training or, or go to practice mm-hmm. with the sons. Um, you know, I kind of just flew there and, um, you know, as they would, they traded Isaiah Todd 
as soon as I landed and, you know, I was kind of just right there, Eric was, you know, there and obviously Eric had just signed with them like two days prior. So, mm -hmm. you know, they were just like, Hey, would you want to play? We got an open spot. And, you know, I said, sure. Uh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring any basketball shoes. I didn't have any basketball <laughs> shoes or anything. So I was like, let's do it. <laughs> Man, I love how casual that sounds. Cause it's kind of like, you know, yeah. uh, one of our friends, um, he runs a team for a pro-am league over at Fondy. And that's kind of how he'll run things. Mm -hmm. He was like, yo, you want to, you want to join in? We got an extra Jersey. Come yeah. on. And that's, that, that's how it, that's how it be, man. I love to hear um, the little background info on that. It's so very interesting, mm -hmm. but um, I know that last year you were at the RGV, correct? Was yes. it last yeah, year? Yeah, I was the Vipers yes. all year last year. Yeah, all year. That's yeah. awesome, man. Like, and, you know, I, I know that you didn't get to um, get coached by Mahmoud Abdel Fattah. He was the one that won with them last year. But yeah, but I'm explain... actually really close with him. Oh, really? Um, You know, honestly. Yeah, I'm really it, close with him. Because he left. I forgot where he signed. He signed with another pro, with Sydney, a pro team. Sydney Kings. Okay, good for him. Yeah, and I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I was very happy for him, but I was also very sad. Yeah, we're big, big Mahmoud big Abdel, Abdel Fattah fans. Supporters, yeah. man. But with that, with that being said, um, are there anything, is there anything that you learned from your time with him that you know from him? Um, for me, like I've heard him in multiple interviews and I felt like he's just such an inspiration in terms of where he came from and how hard he worked to get to where he was. Um, and for you, for someone that's had to work hard at be to grind and grind in, grind out, because you played all the way from what Seton Hall to Valpo um, in college mm -hmm. to get to where you are now. Um, is there anything that you took from him? Yeah. So, um, what's so funny is he's actually friends with my, um, he was friends with my assistant coach at Valpo. So, um, mm. you know, there was always that sort of connection there. And, um, weirdly enough, I actually worked out with him when he was like his first year with the Rockets. And, you know, he was like, you know, like 22 or some 23. I mean, actually had hair. We joke about that. He actually had <laughs> hair then. And, um, you know, he was a lot younger and, and the best part about it was like, you know, he, like when we worked out, he, he kind of told me the different aspects of the game, uh, you know, certain things like not taking a negative step and, and, and all that, you know, all those extra things he's really big on. Um, I would just say for him is, is, you know, just staying consistent, staying with it for, for two to three mm -hmm. years. Cause I think one thing that he really told me was, was, you know, to kind of stay in this league, you kind of have to find your niche. Um, he, you know, explained a lot to me in terms of like him being there for summer league. Cause he, he actually coached me during summer league too. Mm -hmm. um, oh, okay. as well. Right, right. So, yeah, this last year. Yeah. 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 So he, he coached me there too. Yeah. He coached, he wasn't a head coach, but he coached me there too. Um, but you know, he was just kind of just like, you know, stay with it. Um, are you going to be a guy who's going to, you know, defend other teams' best players? Are you going to be a guy who's going to be able to knock down shots? Like you just kind of have to find your niche. And I think for him, you know, he's found his niche coaching. So I think, you know, that's the one thing is, you know, to kind of find your niche, find how you can help teams and find how you can make the team better at all aspects. Yeah. And it's because it's funny and interesting that you're that you're saying this because it makes me think about your journey and kind of like and how it's kind of playing out right now. And the interesting yeah. part about it is, is that, you know, it's the NBA. It's, in my opinion, the toughest league to make the basketball yeah. league in the entire world to, to make it in like your story mm -hmm. is obviously different. It's uh, obviously different. But at the same time, like that is this is kind of the journey that I would say most basketball players are taking like, you know, people yeah. love the headlines of the LeBrons, the Kevin Durant, the James Harden, Steph Curry's, but like, those are like one in a million, like really yeah. like the journey that you're taking is actually, I think in my opinion, the more 
common route common, in terms yeah. right in terms so what what do you have to say because like we we have a lot of basketball listeners a lot of basketball brats that love to watch games that love to play and love to compete like what kind of like what what would you like from your own experiences like what can you uh kind of impart like wisdom to these to these young younger players that are trying to crack it into the league or maybe make it to the nba and maybe have to go down the route that you're currently going through right now yeah i mean there's a lot of different ways um that you you know you can you can look at things um you know you could look at it uh, you know in a lot of different ways you know like for me it was it was, it was really different um because for me I kind of got thrusted into this position um you know just by freak luck obviously having Eric with the Rockets and you know for me to kind of just be there you know that stuff is always kind of just freak luck um because not everyone's going to be able to you know be in front of the Rockets without you know uh, you know, them being invited or whatever. So, um, you know, you have freak luck and then you have different things that just fall fall into play. So I would always tell people, you know, try to put yourself into good positions. I think like for me, um, you know, I think I've always tried to put myself into good positions. Like when it came to schooling, um, I feel like I've always tried to put myself in the best position for schooling, best position on the court. And I think that a lot of people kind of have to put their selves um, in positions to really succeed, like join, like a league, like, you know, Fondy, um, put yourself in front of people, put yourself in, in tough situations where you can really thrive. And that, you know, putting yourself in a good situation doesn't mean easy. It means somewhere where you can thrive and, and show what you can do. Mm-hmm. Right. I love to hear that because you can tell that what you're doing is you're trying to find your position in terms of where you're going to thrive. Um, what is the next move for you, man? Are you going to be sticking around here or are you going to go be playing overseas? Yeah. So um, for me, I'm not 100% sure yet. I know I do want to play, um, you know, mm-hmm. within the G League, but I'm not necessarily sure because, I mean, one thing about the G League is like everything is always, you know, up for grabs um, because it starts so late in the season. But, you know, that's what my plan is to do is to, you know, be back in the G. Okay. Oh, man, I love that. I love it. You sound well, very I, inspired, man. I know. I want to make it. I want to make I've You know, I've never been to a G League game. We've never interviewed a G League player. Dude, I I want to I want to be able to get in on this Aaron. Man, I hey, Vi- Vi- hey, let, let me know. tell you something. Viper What's games up? are cool. Viper really? games are cool. I'll tell you that. I mean, it's obviously uh, not a Houston Rockets yeah. uh sort of environment, but <laughs> it's an affiliate. Um, you know, Viper games are cool. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell you this much. G League games are pretty fun. Um, you know, I've been to quite a few growing up. Um, I actually went to a lot of Fort Wayne Madans games in general. Um, oh, nice. and I went to a couple Windy City games when I was at Valpo so um I kind of got the gist of it and they're actually really cool now some you know some atmospheres are better than others but mm-hmm. overall a lot of G League teams are, are pretty pretty exciting and fun Aaron That's if you awesome. go to if you go if you sign with another G League team you let us know we will we will punch the ticket no matter where you are in the United States we <laughs> will pull you. up thank you we thank will you. pull up for you because and that will be my <laughs> first you. experience in a G League game 100 <laughs> percent yeah man does I mean as RGV what they're in McAllen right is that hey, where McAllen, Texas. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. For my job, I have to travel over there. I haven't traveled yet, but I have to go over to McAllen for a week in like the next month or so. Oh, you'll like it. Oh, you'll really? Like it. As we haven't, I haven't, yeah. we, we went there as a family like many years, years ago. ago, like maybe years when I was ago. a teenager or Kenny, we might've been yeah. younger. I honestly don't remember, but um, for fans of the Rockets that have yet to go down and watch an RGV game, um, what are things that they should look for in terms of, you know, um, fan experience and what's around mm. the area for them 
Yeah, so it's actually in Edinburgh, Texas. Um, they play oh, at okay, Burt okay, Ogden okay. Arena. Yeah, we play at Burt Ogden Arena, and it's it's really unique. I mean, like the arena is like ginormous. It's like, mm-hmm. like well, ginormous for G League. It's obviously not ginormous NBA <laughs> arena, but I mean, it's like twelve, thirteen thousand seats. So that's still a, pretty, big. pretty big. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, it's pretty big, and and you know, it's it's actually really unique. So it's like a ball. So it's made for like a concert venue. But mm-hmm. there's, you know, like mm-hmm. there is one like section where there's a stage and then you have the basketball arena that's like right in front of it. So mm-hmm. it's actually really cool. Um, you know, we have a lot of activities, you know, we have, you know, a really good dancing, great cheerleaders. Like it's it's like a full on experience. Um, you know, they they play a lot of, you know, really diverse music. So it's 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 really mm-hmm. cool. That's Wait, hold cool. on. What what about food? Let me tell you this. Oh, Houstonians. No, and I yeah, mean, I'm no, sure you and I'm sure stop. you've been to Houston. In an, and I mean, your brother was here for many years and, you know, think about Houstonians that they love their food. What's a good yeah. cuisine down there that you um, suggest for people to go there? Uh, I always got churros, even though it's oh, not man. really oh, that's healthy so- for Yo, man. you, but it's really good. Their churros are really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you're young. You yeah, can still eat churros, churros the best. Bro. Yeah, Detroit, I'm, not, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've, no, but hey, it's fine. You know what matters? What matters is that you're still young now. Like we're all like, so I'm, I'm, yeah. you know, it's full disclosure. I'm in my 30s. He's in his 30s as well. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you like, oh, you guys episode, look young. Oh, you. thanks, man. I appreciate yes. that, Aaron. You do too. <laughs> look, we're still, we're all young. We're all young. No, we're no, hey, young. that's definitely not the. That's definitely not true. <laughs> Everyone always thinks I'm. I'm about 30, 32, 33. It may just be the. It may just be the beard. <laughs> it's it's definitely the beard. When I cut my beard off, people think I'm my age, but with the beard, I everyone thinks I'm way older. We call we call it wisdom, <laughs> man. We call it wisdom. <laughs> hey, but hey, well, we tell them the fact that there's no grays in his hair yet, so we're all good. Yeah, no gray. No gray. Yeah, we're all good. Go. No gray. So yeah. my man is still in his twenties. Okay, Aaron, I, I just have to ask you. You know, since you, you know you're the youngest, and I'm I'm the youngest as well. I mean, you're you're old enough now. So who 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 put the ass whooping on Eric Gordon? You you, you play, play a couple one on ones with him. So please, you yeah, know what I, I mean? played a couple one on ones. I I, I haven't that... beat him. I haven't beat really. Him. No, Evan has. Evan's beat Eric in one on one before. So he really like when he goes but, in one on one, it's. How is it? Yeah, no, Eric. Yeah, no. When Eric plays, he plays hard against us, um, and he's he's, he's very tough to play one on one because he shoots from so far out. That's one key. Like when you play against a lot of NBA players one on one, you know, you have to start guarding these dudes full court. You know, because I I I've played against some of the you know best players in the world in one on one. Um, you know, like I played against like a guy like James. Um, I played against John Wall one on one, Reggie Jackson. Like it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's tough when you have to guard those guys from so far deep. Um, when you're playing and it's it's like it's kind of weird like you feel like there's just a whole bunch of open space so whenever you have a guy that can shoot it's it's always very tough in one-on-one yeah so you kind of have to really like close that gap like really play like hip hip to hip 90s you know yeah. hand check defense almost right yeah and then those guys normally those guys are really creative so um, it just mm-hmm. makes it even tougher but it helps <laughs> but that probably has also helped you though to play against you know skilled players like that to help hone in your defense right so like okay let's for Aaron sure. for your for the people that don't know obviously that don't know who you are you know put a scouting report out for the people that don't know who you are like Aaron Gordon the player you know you see you said you were shooting guard obviously kind of maneuvering you know you're maneuvering between the two guard positions as of right now see so yourself yeah. as a defender a shooter but what is like what would be the scouting report for an Aaron Gordon as a as a basketball player right now 
Yeah, I would definitely say right now in my career um, as the NBA and as the G League player, I would say most people would say, like, I'm a defender. Um, I like to take on that challenge. Like, I'll pick up full court. Um, and I've been doing that since, you know, like my junior year of college. I've, you know, guarded every team's best player, no matter, you know, who they were. So, um, you know, I would say that's first and foremost. I would say I'm a spot shot shooter. I think you're someone who... When I'm in the game, you know, he's a guy who can't leave open. And then I think I'm pretty solid straight line drive. So I would say right now, I, I hate to use the term 3 and D because it's so cliche, but I would say right now that's what a team will classify me as. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that classification, man. 3 and D players. No, definitely not. There, yeah. I was going to say, a, own there that. There's a own long lifeline for those yeah. players in this yeah. league. Yeah, man. And the fact yeah. that you're not – that you take pride in your defense. Um, the thing about the league nowadays is not everybody. Um, I'm not saying that people aren't as intense on the defensive end, but it's mostly on the terms of like, you know, how, how much scoring has evolved now. And people are saying that defense yeah. is taken a side in the league. But for you, it's like for something that you take so much pride in, like are there players in the league that you have, modeled your game after in terms of the defensive end and even your shooting as well yeah um i would say i model my game mostly after kind of i want to say three players um i think obviously eric um mm -hmm. another cliche answer I, I, i'm trying not to give you guys cliche answers no that, man it's okay there's nothing wrong <laughs> nothing wrong with honesty man uh, <laughs> um, i would say uh marcus smart marcus smart is somebody oh, oh, and yeah. then patty mills defensive player of the and year, then i would man. say patty mills mm -hmm. yeah, and then i would say patty mills i would say i try to mimic my game patty mills more on offense and then marcus mm -hmm. smart more on defense that's that's exactly no that's exactly what i was gonna say i was gonna be like i was like marcus smart on defense i was like please say patty mills on offense because yeah. i was like that is i yeah. love the way patty mills maneuvers you know not even just off the job off pick and yeah. roll you know the way he can move off the ball like that, that that's that's pretty like that from yeah. the highlights that i've seen when i've seen you play like that is kind of like where i thought i was like oh man please tell me patty mills <laughs> yeah yeah, no, yeah, a lot of people a, say like yeah. we have very similar movements. He's a little bit quicker, 100%. but I'm a little bit bigger. So, um, you know, it, it works hand in hand. Absolutely. And, it, you know, and it kind of puts you in a, in a good position to like be successful, obviously, just kind of being a bigger body and also just having a bigger body to play defense against, you know, obviously not even just the best players, whether it's in the NBA or in the G League, but just kind of like, you know, the way you play because to piggyback off what my brother was saying, like the NBA nowadays, yeah, it's not, it, it's definitely shifted like defense is like it's a focus but obviously it wasn't what it was in the 90s obviously it wasn't what it was what in yeah. the early 2000s definitely just different now not not to say that it's gotten yeah. worse it's just different it's definitely uh it's come it the nba style has kind of been more catered to the guard now which is kind of working now more yeah. in your favor i would say yeah you know for what sure I mean? no i definitely agree right I definitely right agree. Absolutely. So like, you know, what would, so since it's shifting over to your kind of position now, you know, what, what's kind of your goals here in terms of like, obviously to stay in the G league, but like, you know, knowing that the style of play is now catering more to your position, you know, what are, what are kind of the goals here that what you're going to try to accomplish, let's say like within the next few years or so. Yeah, I would say for me, just being uh, creative. I think that's a key in my game. I think that's a key in a lot of guards games, because I think, with how defense is being played, um, you know, I think a lot of guards are need to kind of stop being kind of so like tunnel visioned um, on, you know, trying to kind of get there. So 
I think a lot of times if you're a guard and you can make plays consistently, not only for yourself, but for others, and then make plays on the defensive end, you know, I think that that's one thing where a lot of guards kind of lack because a lot of times you you see in a lot of games nowadays, a lot of guards aren't really getting in the ball. Um, a lot of guards aren't really thinking, um, you know, that you can score on, you know, the break and, and, and whatnot. Um, so I would just say, um, you know, just focusing on on those things for me, you know, specifically. But um, I just think for any guard um, that's coming out now that's trying to make it. Absolutely. And I'm trying to, and that makes me think too, because like the way that you're saying that the way guards are operating nowadays, and, and it's interesting that you say that because you just remind me from the, from the highlights that I've seen, the games I've seen you play and just kind of, you know, picking your brain in terms of basketball, you seem like an old school guy. Like you just, you seem like that old school, like guards uh, mentality, like not in a bad way, not in a bad way though, yeah. in a good way. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I don't yeah. think so. What do you, what I do you don't really think as? so. And I, I think the the thing is, is like when you look at how basketball is evolving, I just think like t something sometimes times come back. I mean, like if you look at it now, like mm. who are the best players in the NBA now? Like look Jokic. at it like, uh. yeah, I think, yeah, like Jokic, Embiid, Anthony Davis, mm -hmm. like you're the best players in the NBA now are all bigs. And people don't That's even realize right. that. Like if you look at the top three players in the NBA, I mean, they're all centers, really. If you really look at yeah, it. Yeah, including mean, Giannis as KD, well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like Giannis. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Giannis. I mean, he's a, mm -hmm. I mean, he's not a center, but he's a big, he's a four. Yeah. Like, right. if you want to, but it's, it's gotten back to that. So, um, a lot of times, you know, things go like this. Um, like, I think a key for a lot of teams now is like offensive rebounding. Like, like a lot of times we're, we're looking at the three, but whoever gets the most possessions, whoever gets the most shots up normally wins now. So, um, you kind of have to look at stats and see like what's winning teams' games. It's not the three point shot like how it was maybe two to three years ago. Now it's mm -hmm. offensive rebounds. Who gets mm -hmm. more possessions? Mm -hmm. Is yeah, that where you seen... kind of seen it? Yeah. Is that where it kind of like, is that kind of like another part of your game that you're also working on too? Like just kind of like getting on those yeah, boards? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's, it's tough at this level. I mean, I was a great rebounder in college. I actually was number, I think three or four top rebounding guard in the, in the country, my uh, second to last year. So I've always been a pretty good rebounding guard. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more difficult when you got a whole bunch of seven footers in the bigger lane line to, <laughs> to get five or six boards a game. I don't know how, you know, Russell did it, but he did um, at six, three, but a little bit harder uh at this level to get you know six seven rebounds a game but um i would say like that's one thing that i you know i'm still you know thrive to um i'm still thrive to always get re you know six seven rebounds even if i don't i think every guard should be that way because when you look at the nba whoever gets more rebounds is now starting to win win these games win championships like denver was mm -hmm. a great rebounding team every single good team was a great rebounding team so i think like that's an important thing yeah milwaukee the year before too as well yeah they were all great, like, rebounding. great rebounding teams mm -hmm. yeah. no you're not wrong i mean like you stated like possessions is key and we've seen a lot of um a lot of games series turn based on rebounds and possessions. And that's not something that everybody will look at. Everybody likes to look at sexy stats, like shooting percentage, yeah. three point shots, you know, even getting to the free throw line and so forth. But this, the little moves on the margins is what I would call it. Yeah. Um, that kind of push teams over the edge, like Denver this year, like no one can really compete in terms like, like they swept the Lakers, the Lakers have height, but when you have Jokic hanging out and, and he's just super crafty, getting into position yeah. he's not the most athletic guy but he's just very crafty you know and you know he's like the evolved version rebounding 
of a Kevin Love. He's just in this whole other stratosphere. But, you know, like when you see all that, like that makes so much sense. But um, Aaron, I know that you're going to have to go soon, but I just have one one more question. Like, you know, obviously everybody knows that your brother's Eric. Like, do you have any mm-hmm. funny story from his time in Houston or growing up that you can mention and, you know, roast your big brother just a little bit? <laughs> uh any funny stories it's weird so like it like what's so funny for me is like and i know you guys probably want to hear you know some crazy houston stories which i honestly don't really have that many a lot of it's Man. because when eric was in houston i know it's tough when eric <laughs> was in houston i was in college most of those times so um oh, number true, one, yeah. i didn't really go to any right any uh any games but i mean there were just i mean there are just memorable times um no crazy stories like I, I like the first time when i was able to be around the team was when uh they came to, to new york and played against the knicks um that was the first time like i was around them and it was really cool because you know i was able to hang around james um chris paul like a lot of that team was was like right there so um, that was a really cool uh, moment. And then, you know, just being there for that, you know, those uh, crazy series with the Warriors, that was, that was insane. Oh um, man. Those were, those were some crazy days, but um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't really have any like crazy stories. Like I'm not really trying to hold out on you guys. I just don't. Think no, no, no. Any, you're like, good. Yeah. Right. I don't think I have any, any moments like, crazy when y'all were stories. growing up. Like, you know, Kenny and I, we would play one-on-one all the time, and there would be times that, like, nudge here and there. Oh, no, nah, he would never beat that. me. I'm, I was too I was too, I was too physical. I was, yeah, uh, I was I'm, the, I'm the one that doesn't – I don't want to bang, man. I'm the shooter. He's not – yeah, I'm he's a he's a finesse guy. Way. He's a finesse guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I po- would say <laughs> – yeah, I would say growing up, I think the, the one thing with Eric was, like, when he played on Speed Cindy Heat, I, I don't think that there was a better high school team in, in history better than that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard like that there's a lot of hype on Mike that Conley, team. Yeah, Daquan Cook. Um, you know, they had Josh McRoberts. They, I mean, it was a loaded, like Stacked. it was an NBA team in in in, in AAU. Mm-hmm. And like these weren't like this wasn't like, you know, like when LeBron played with the Oakland Soldiers, where you know they came in for one tournament. No, like this team played every single tournament together all year. So I think like that was something that was like insane to see growing up. Um and then I think another cool thing that everyone knows about is just the whole, you know, him against uh, Marcus Jordan, uh, mm. Marcus and Jeff Jordan. Mm-hmm. So I think when both my brothers went up against them, and people don't realize that my brother Evan had a good game too then. Right. So, no, uh, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's it's funny because, like, Evan outscored both of them too. Um, so it was, it was really, it was really cool. It was really cool, you know, to kind of see the Gordon versus Jordans and it'd be on ESPN. And it, that was a really cool moment. Especially you just being like younger too, because like, because what you said, because yeah. your next uh, is about seven years, right? Roughly. Yeah. So when all that was going on, I was like seven. How years old were you? Man, seven or eight. Seven yeah. or eight years yeah, old. Yeah, that was two thousand seven. No, I was nine. Yeah, I was nine. I need my big brothers to yeah. step up. I didn't get to experience that. We weren't on ESPN. <laughs> Come on, Justin, get it, get it together. We weren't on no ESPN. pressure, man. No pressure on me, man. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Aaron, one more question before we get ready to go home here on the gotcha. show. Um, like I, uh, well, like I said, like you know, what we we wish you well. Like I, you know, I hopefully we can get you on for also for future episodes as well. Uh, just for sure, kind of, I would love to. Absolutely, dude. Just to chronicle, you know, continue to chronicle your journey. Um, I'm sure people are gonna love the the basketball insight. You know, I, I realize like our fan base has really become like not just Rockets fans, but just basketball brats in general. They love to hear the yeah, X's and O's sure. and love to hear about, you know, obviously. And I love the Rockets about. in general. Yeah, like I love the Rockets in general. Like I love the direction that 
they're going in. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm really close with, you know, a lot of the guys. I'm like really close with uh, Jabari. Um, so I think like they have a really bright future ahead. And, you know, it was really cool, you know, being able to play with them, um, you know, during summer league, obviously. I wasn't able to play with him this year, but, you know, being able to play with them last year during the summer league and build that bond and play with him, Alexis. Um, to be able to play with, you know, some of those guys was really, really cool. Well, you know, Love before it. we get, before we get ready to go home here, what, like, obviously you said your move, the next move isn't set in stone yet. However, mm-hmm. whenever the next move gets decided, you better be come on our show next time and let us know. Would that I be okay? Will. Hey, <laughs> yeah, okay. I definitely will. There you go. And then if there's Got a G you. League game, if there's a G League game, no matter where it is, I we will we will fly and show our support. Got you, you, got you. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That <laughs> yeah, sounds awesome. Right, man. Aaron, let's get ready to go home here. Aaron Gordon, thank you so much for coming on our show. Can you give the people their at where they for can sure. follow you, where they can uh, follow you in terms of content creation? Are you on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. wherever? Yeah, so my YouTube is just Aaron Gordon. Um, if you go on YouTube, type in Aaron Gordon, you'll see uh, all my YouTube channels, all my YouTube ventures and then on instagram it's just aaron gordon i saw your uh by the way i did know about your youtube that's why i kind of leaned that in because i did you, you did this like a county mm-hmm. fair thing right this is yeah for... i just did one yeah yeah check yeah, out the county fair it. episode yeah, so... it was a great episode i, it. I watched this go check <laughs> that out yeah go check, go check that out yeah, See, he's not yeah go ahead no no go no what were you going to say I was gonna say he's not just a one-dimensional basketball player. My man, like he enjoys yeah. he enjoys some good things. He can be a content <laughs> creator as well. Yeah, for sure. If you want to check out McAllen, I got stuff from down there too. Oh yes. man! All right, let's do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to go to. I'm gonna gotta go to a real grand game at some point, right? Mm-hmm. I gotta. Got I gotta you, be got sure. You, to you check definitely it out. should. <laughs> well, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Be sure to follow him on Instagram. Uh, during this episode, I'm going to go ahead and uh, when I edit and it's all done, it's going to pop up on the side of the screen. You'll see it uh, to be sure to follow Aaron Gordon as he continues on this journey of basketball. And we're going to be with him every step of the way as he does it, because now he's a he's a guest on the summit. When you're a guest on the summit, you're going to be a future guest. We always get people on multiple times and we hope we can get you on in the Got future you. as well. Got you. Thank you. We'd love to be back on. All right, Aaron, sounds good. Thank Aaron, you so much again, man. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank you. The Summit for, 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 for Life.